Merch available right now. Follow all social media platforms to stay updated on promos and more. What's up, what it do? It's your boy, Daddy Gamer, and welcome to The Gamers Den. This is the YouTube web show where I go over video game news, a little bit of tech, and, you know, I'll touch on everything a little here and there. Appreciate you coming to the video. Like and subscribe for more video game and all that content, and if you want to go above and beyond and supporting, you can go ahead and check the links in the description below to do that. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into quick hits. As we can see right now that's up on the screen, Tesla Elon Musk bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. Now this headline don't specifically say that, but that's what this is talking about pretty much. And um, yeah, and as you guys can see right there, you know, he, you know, with cryptocurrency and all that, he bought like $1.5 billion. That's a lot of Bitcoin. And like, that's a lot of Bitcoin. I'm into crypto a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I do have some Bitcoin. I don't have a lot. Like, I don't even have one Bitcoin. Like, oh, that's crazy. Um, you know, so just to see how this play out, you know, he making big moves. You know, he going to have stupid, crazy money in the next couple of years if it really pay out. 1.5 uh, worth in, in Bitcoin is a lot of money. I'm not whipping out the calculator, but just know it's a lot of money. Next, we have Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer video game is reported to be showcased, debut, trailer, whatever, later on this year. Um, according to this article, yeah, oh, it's going to be coming out this year on next-gen consoles and PC. Now, I haven't seen this anime, but I've heard nothing but good and great things about this anime. And I'm watching Jujutsu Kaisen right now, and I plan on doing a, a, a anime review of Jujutsu Kaisen. But I'm gonna wait because I'm gonna, I'm watching it as these episodes drop. But I'm gonna watch it all the way through, like once once it's completely done, just so I can really give an accurate and concise review of it. So if y'all wanna uh, catch me doing a review of Demon Slayer or that, you know, stick around. And last but not least, last but not least of these quick hits. Jamie Lee Curtis is cast as Tannis in the Borderlands movie. I'm not going to say too much, man. I'm not going to say too much. All I'm going to say is this movie is about to be some funny trash. Like, it might not even be bad because it might be funny. Like, these cast members is crazy as hell, man. Like, nothing against you, Jamie Lee Curtis, but you old as hell, and Tannis don't, don't look all that old. <laughs> Like, bitch, you 62. <laughs> you 62, dog. Like, I, I'm finding it hard to believe a 60. Like, like the makeup is about to be amazing on her. Oh, man, I'm ignorant. <laughs> but with that being said, that's it for quick hits. Um, You know what I'm saying? Just a little touch on some stuff. Now let's get on to the main topics, right? CD Projekt Red has been hacked. And I find that fucking hilarious, given the sense that they put out Cyberpunk 2077, and it's a sci-fi technology type of game where, you know, people got artificial limbs, and you can make knives and swords come out your shoulder blades and shit. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's crazy because, like, how do you get hacked and you made this game? So, scrolling down this here... Um, you know, and also got it on their Twitter. You know, it's been making news and they put out something on their Twitter. So, are we on their Twitter right now? 
And they said, I'm going to try and, you know, read some of this fast as possible. They quoted from the point in time that this tweet was made. So not today, from the point in time and the date the tweet was made. Yesterday, we discovered that we have become a victim of a targeted cyber attack due to which some of our internal systems have been compromised. An unidentified actor gained unauthorized access to our internal network, collected certain data belonging to CD Projekt Capital Group, and left a ransom note, the content of which we released to the public. Although some devices in our network have been encrypted, our backups remain intact. We have already secured our IT infrastructure and begun restoring the data. Yo, that's crazy. Oh, I'm, I'm going to stop right there. That's crazy. They left a ransom note. That's crazy. I like. I honestly wouldn't know what would be anybody's motive to do something like this. I don't know. Um, I still haven't played Cyberpunk 2077. I've heard good things about Cyberpunk. You know, uh, you know, I got a friend on my friends list, Steam, Epic, whatever. You know, and they said it's a pretty cool game. You know, what I'm saying like, if we, if we, if like, we all can. I think we all can agree here and be like, Cyberpunk, like CD Projekt Red, had a really rough launch. Like, this is a really rough launch. It's probably a top ten, probably top fifteen rough like launches, like worst launches of all time. Because you've been working on this game for six, seven years, and this is pre-COVID, and then the shit come out, and it's like this. You got performance issues on um, older gen consoles, stuff happening, you know, and then it just so happens that it runs the best on Stadia, you know, with all of this stuff being reported. So it's just like, to see this, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. Oh no, they actually put up the they actually put up the ransom. Hold on. They said you have been epically owned. We have dumped full copies of the source codes from the Witcher 3 and the unreleased version. Damn. Oh they no, nah, they hit a lick. <laughs> they hit a lick on CD Project Red, bruh. Oh, you have 48 hours. <laughs> they hit a lick on CD Projekt <laughs> Oh, they hit a lick on CD Projekt Red. Bro, that is, this is crazy. Like, bro, this is straight up crazy to me. Wow, bro. Hold on, they said something else. To our ex-employees, as of this moment... We don't possess evidence that any of your personal data was accessed. However, we still recommend caution. If you have any questions, wow, bruh. Like, I mean, it just seemed like at the end of the day that CD Projekt Red just opened Pandora's box and now they just getting smacked up like. Like, it's just no way. They, they getting away from this beating. And I don't know what's causing them to get this much negative publicity or just what it is. I'm not too uh, knowledgeable of their titles and all of that. I'll look into it later. But God damn, y'all getting hit. Like, it's just hit. Bad press on the game. Like, Sony and, and other companies, is give, they didn't gave people refunds. It's like, you should have just kept this shit. If we being honest, you should have just kept this. I don't know what they did. I don't know. 
Next, we have E3, right? So news about E3. E3 is to be a digital event this year, the year of 2021. So let's see. What are they saying? Organizer, entertainment, whatever, blah, blah, blah. A digital event this summer, but still requires the backing of major game companies. So y'all remember how last year, right? How everything was just so sudden and abrupt. So COVID hit, everybody quarantined, everything is just immediate. And everybody, well, at least in America, if anything, everything is like, oh, man, uh, do it as we go. Do it as we go. Do it as we go. All right. Outside, inside. So if y'all remember last year, I think like not Square Enix, but it's like Ubisoft. They did their own little digital thing. Uh, like Jeff Keighley, if I said his name right, who did the Game Awards, which was like mad trash, by the way. Um, at least this year, like this year's, this past year's Game Awards was mad trash. Um, you know, they had like the summer expo thing. I didn't report, I reported on that in a past, in past Gamers Day episodes. Um, you know, so this trend is seeming to continue to where these big events like CES, PAX, E3, stuff like that. Where we looking at new technology, new phones, new cameras, new video games, and stuff like that. Being able to go to booths and get information, collectibles, and stuff like that. We still not going to be able to do that because the pandemic is still a thing. And when that happened last year, you had companies and game developers and people just pulling away from E3 saying, we just do our own thing. Like, if this is what it is, we just do our own thing. Which kind of do make sense. But at the same time... I think what was going to be missing from these individual entities is the aesthetic and the, the the awe of the culture, right? Of the video game culture. When you hear E3 or you see E3, you think of G4 and when they covered it back in the day. You think of booths. You think of cosplay. You think of all these people coming together to celebrate gaming, to come you know, watch exclusive footage, watch uh, trailer reveals, play, you know, hands-on demos of games that's still in the works. You know, that's a whole culture. You know, that's a whole thing of doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? People going to booths and taking pictures with voice actors and, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just, it's just, you know, it's, that is what's going to be missing regardless if you wit E3 digitally or you do something by yourself. That's what's going to be missing. Because Sony did their own thing last year in a way. Like I said, you had the Summerfest thing that was there last year. And a lot of this stuff was dry. Like, it was dry as hell because everybody was in real time adjusting to the pandemic. Adjusting to have to be on a webcam and talk about this stuff. When you watch some of these live streams and these events from 2020, you go see some people just, it's just a straight up background. Like, I can touch this. You know, you know what I'm saying? I can touch my, my, my art of God of War right here. I can touch Mikey right here. I can touch Hit and, and Goku boxing right here. I can touch that because this background is real. Like, like, this is really the shit. Some people had green screens. Like, you had so much and so many technical difficulties and things to just put together and have ready on a dime. You know, like, it's just like, you know, it's cool, but I don't know if I'm going to watch E3 this year. I mean, I am going to watch it, don't get me wrong, but if, like, this pandemic and stuff continues to be the way it is, I don't think, you know, stuff like E3 is going to be able to retain or 
hold that all and have that draw that it once had because you know who knows like who's to say that after the pandemic and the quarantine is over and vaccines work and stuff like that that people actually gonna want to be that close to somebody you know what i'm saying they already got everybody out here like oh you got to be six feet away from some from people so it's like you gonna have thousands and possibly hundreds of thousands of people at an e3 convention like no nah, probably not so so yeah man that's what's going on with e3 and last but not least I couldn't find it, right? I couldn't find it, but um, I don't know if I was on GameSpot or something else, just reading through articles or something. And um, no, that's what it was, and I don't have it up. Um, so Take-Two, I guess, they made a, a couple comments about what they had going on. And I'm talking about Take-Two Interactive. It was the stuff they had going on and stuff like that. And they pretty much said uh, single-player games. You know, and it was just, you know, they said something in comment about single-player games. And I guess they were asked if multiplayer games are better than single player games because multiplayer games the past few years have been taken off and making more money or whatever the case may be. So that sparked me asking the question to y'all, the fans, my supporters, my subs, anybody watching this. I want to know what you think when I ask this question. Are single player games dead and or dying? Me personally, I don't. Me personally, I like single player games more than multiplayer games. That's just the type of games that I like. You know, I've been arguing in the comments with somebody on one of my Borderlands videos. I don't know how long, and this person just wants to argue. I keep deleting their comments because nobody just wants to argue. I don't want to argue and, and do this all day. I'm sorry, bro. I don't. Um, you know, just since a kid, it's always been single player games. Granted, I've always, it's always just been me. I grew up an only child, you know what I'm saying? So I always, I lean towards the Final Fantasies, the God of Wars, the Devil May Cries. You know, um, you know, I have multiplayer games. I like Tekken. I like Mortal Kombat. You know, I like multiplayer games. Mario Kart. I had a 64, you know what I'm saying? I had Mario Party. Like, like you know what I'm saying? So Family members would come over. We, you know, friends would come over. We would play the game. You know, we would hop on something. I had Sega. I had Sonic. I had, you know, so just throughout these years of gaming, you know, single player games is more of my speed. You know, I, I like that. It's, it's To me, it's a more intimate experience playing a single player game versus multiplayer game where, okay, I'm playing with a lot of other people. So I am having some same level of intimacy, but. I'm sharing what I enjoy with other people. And sometimes I don't want to share what I'm enjoying with other people. You know, like, okay, cool, because we we can all hop on Call of Duty, Fortnite, Medal of Honor, whatever, and it's just be like, bro, this motherfucker is so annoying, or this person is so annoying. You know, like, oh, man, like, I got to mute your mic, bro. You annoying. Like, you making me not want to play this. You know, it's a lot of other factors versus playing a single-player game, a God of War, a Final Fantasy, or something that's single-player to where you don't have, you know, forces propelling and counteracting you all in the same time. It is in this, like, weird yin-yang cycle of, you know, of the game and experience. You know, I also, I like story. You know, I pay attention to the story because what a lot of people forget are forgetting if multiplayers are taking over just stat-wise is that video games are another way and is another form of telling stories. Like, we like Kratos because of his story. 
we like Dante because of his story. Like, Dante is the son of Sparta, my guy. Dante cannot die. Have demon whatever him, Virgil, they demon babies. Dude got his, like, like you know what I'm saying? Kratos, all the, all the, the gods and this. Like, like, the story is what drew us and connected us to the, the character, which what which propelled us to take the character through what he had to go through and experience the story and what happens throughout the story in the game. You know, so um yeah man. I wanna know what y'all think, you know, is single player games dead? Are they dying? I wanna know what y'all think in the comments. And with that being said, that's gonna be the end of this episode. If you made it to this point, I really do appreciate you coming to the channel, coming to the video. Make sure to leave a like if you like the video and subscribe if you want to stick around for more. With that being said, I'm going to catch y'all next time. Peace.